0: Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Richard Amos. I'm here today to talk about relationships and the context that relationships can be powerful. And I'm going to use the metaphor battleship in terms of a relationship that can be powerful. Now, what is a battleship? It's a large armored warship with a main battery consisting of large caliber guns. During the late 19th and early 20th century, the battleship was the most powerful type of warship, and a fleet of battleships was considered vital for any nation that desired to maintain command of the sea. So today I'm going to talk about uh, relationships in the context of a metaphor, the battleship. Um, I'm, just to let you know, I have a doctor of ministry in Christian counseling, I'm a licensed professional counselor, supervisor, a registered play therapist supervisor, been doing therapy for over 22 years. So I came up with this metaphor, uh, as a context to try to let people have a picture in their mind of a battleship and how important it is to protect it. So there are challenges in a relationship to be, to feel, to do, to love, to speak, to see, and to know now love is a battleship you can think of this as a rock and roll song if you want to but it has so much potential love in a relationship now relationships are going to have their troubles and their challenges so two people can agree to continue the way they are or they can agree to change so let's think about ships in world war ii they were hit by kamikaze pilots so when those planes hit those ships it was uh, chaos. Everybody on the ship was focused on the damage. They were trying to rescue the pilot, put out the fire. It was a gigantic destruction, and it compromised the integrity of the ship. So battleships don't function well when threats hit the ship. A battleship is strong if it works at 100%. When threats hit the ship, the focus is on the damage, the fire, and the destruction. Now, adultery and addiction and abuse are the most common types of threats. Adultery divides the energy in the relationship. Addiction demands all the energy of a relationship and abuse grows fears in a relationship like a wildfire. So adultery and addiction and abuse are the triple A destructors of a relationship. Dividing the energy, demanding all the energy, and growing fears in the relationship. There are many different kinds of threats in relationships. Emotional affairs at work, too much time at the gym, lousy self-care, too much food, not enough rest, too much time on the internet, too sensitive, not sensitive enough, too much living in the past or the future. Threats corrupt a relationship. So it's important to connect well with yourself so you can be aware of the threats that may be coming at you on your side of the ship. Now think about it. On a battleship, you could say that each person has a gun turret on their side of the ship. Now, they're there to shoot down the threats on their side of the ship. And so the whole idea is to shoot down the threats ahead of time before they get to the ship. Because if the threats get to the ship, there's going to be a mass fire and destruction. So the whole idea is to pay attention, to be alert, and to shoot down the threats as they come in. So it's important to be connected to yourself. Now, each person on the ship will have their own gun turret. And each person is responsible for their side of the ship. And each person shoots down threats before they get to the relationship. If a person is fearful in a relationship, they will try and control the other person. So if you don't think that the other person has your back, and they're not shooting down threats on their own side, then you may try to control what's going on on their side of the ship. So that puts you at risk on your side of the ship, and then you're not able to pay attention as much to the threats that are on your side of the ship. If you don't trust the other, then you don't know where you stand in the game, in the relationship. Connecting well with yourself is a key. If a person is not well with themselves, then threats are going to make their way into the relationship well. If you're not on good terms with your own self, if you're not accepting of yourself, then that's already going to be a threat to the relationship. When a person doesn't or cannot trust the other, they make up their own rules for their side of the ship. And then they'll try to control what the other person is doing. Then the ship is divided against itself. So if a person is not taking care of threats on their own side of the ship, and they don't trust that the other person is taking care of their side of the relationship, then they're going to try to control what the other person is doing. If you're looking over your shoulder and telling the other person that I've got your back, you're telling them that you're controlling all the threats in your side of the relationship. This means that you're not going to step into their wounds and try to control what's going on with them. And they're not going to step into your wounds because everybody has wounds. Everybody has things that they've gone through in their life, but it's up to you to heal the wounds that you have in your own mind. And it's up to the other person to heal the wounds that they have in their mind. So what is connected to yourself? Do you feel alive? Do you express feelings and creativity? What do I do? Am I good at making decisions? Do I love myself? Do I speak my truth? Do I trust my intuition? How am I connected to the divine? How we answer these questions will be how we are handling our side of the ship. It's not up to the other person to answer these questions. It's not up to the other person to make us feel alive. Feeling alive is about connecting to God, to Jesus, to your source, oneness, the divine, mysticism, or whatever your faith tradition is. Communication is a key component to a healthy relationship. We are taught to communicate passively, Passive-aggressively, aggressively, aggressively, uh, manipulative, and assertively. Now, only one of these is really good and functional, and that's being assertive, where there are four types of communication that are destructive to the relationship. So it's challenging just to be able to communicate well in a relationship without being passive, passive passive-aggressive, or aggressive, or manipulative. Not communicating well is a threat to a relationship, and we learn how to communicate to others based upon the relationships that we had when we were forming as human beings by our parents, by our teachers, by our influences at an early time in our life. What are the threats to your communicating well in a relationship? Think about this. When you do this well, you take care of your side of the ship. The idea is to shoot down the threats before they get there, and this takes paying attention. There are always threats to the relationship. You may not always see them on the horizon. A threat is like a kamikaze pilot making their way to the ship. Then you have a blazing mess on your hands. When a threat hits the ship, all your energy will be focused on that part of the ship. Relationships are a high stakes game. Broken relationships make people risk averse. So the important thing is to love God first and then your neighbor as yourself. That means take care of yourself. How well you treat yourself is going to be how well you treat other people. Fear inside of us can be a threat to the relationship. Your wounds will show up as threats in a relationship. Fear of being abandoned, fear that you are not good enough, fear of being engulfed, fear of intimacy, etc. Our fears will impact our decision making in a relationship. A person makes decisions in order to keep the other person from leaving them. Therefore, a person may not feel empowered, may have been taught this and let others make decisions for them just to keep them in the relationship. Are we taught to make decisions that bring the best possible outcome for ourselves and others, or are we making decisions out of fear which will not bring us or others the best possible outcome. How do we express love in relationships? Are we expressing love at all? Do we express what is in our hearts or are we playing out scripts from childhood? It is easy for our unconscious mind to replay what we observed in childhood. Do we express love towards ourselves or are we even aware of what that is? When I ask people in therapy if they love themselves, the most common response is bewilderment. So I encourage people to be good to yourself. And that will mean something different for each person. I ask each person, do you like yourself? Do you love yourself? Do you accept yourself? Do you forgive yourself? And many times they're baffled by these questions. But it'll tell you a lot about a person's relationship with themselves. How they answer those questions the more we are able to love ourselves the more we will be able to love others and that will translate into our relationships this may mean saying no to ourselves being aware of entrenched dysfunctional patterns this may mean saying no to others in order to protect ourselves this may be difficult though necessary in order to protect the battleship what does it look like in your life And in your relationship, if you love yourself a little more each day. Loving ourselves and being in touch with our spirit is the most important thing in the relationship. We may be spending too much time giving to others and not giving to ourselves. We may give ourselves time to just be, to create, to work on who we are, to love ourselves, to say who we are, to trust our intuition and be connected to our spirit, to God. Loving ourselves may be our biggest challenge. Speaking our truth is another important part of the battleship. Being true to who we are may be our biggest challenge. We may not value ourselves enough to speak our truth. We may not feel safe around the person we are with to speak our truth. Speaking our truth may not be something we were taught in childhood. Usually, there is a fear behind not speaking our truth. Even in therapy, this may be a challenge. Keeping things inside may be a threat to a relationship. Not speaking our truth is energy that is held back for a number of reasons. Abuse, addiction, adultery, etc. Shame, embarrassment, a lot of reasons why somebody may not speak their truth. Not speaking our truth creates imbalance in the relationship. One may not be able to say enough and another may say too much. What we say and what we don't say may be a threat to the relationship. Are we speaking out of fear or are we speaking out of love? Kids are better at following their intuition. Living by one's heart and intuition usually gets trained out of the child. As adults, we become isolated and lost from our intuition. Tuning into our intuition means tuning into our spirit and our heart. The more we neglect this ability, the more we neglect that part of ourselves. Life then becomes more challenging because then we look for answers outside of ourselves. Most of the time people will ask me questions in therapy and I turn it back on them and say, ask yourself the same questions and see what kind of answer you come up with. I'm surprised at how often people already have the answers to their own questions if they just trust their intuition a little bit. It may seem counterintuitive to thank God for our problems. This allows us to see God. Jesus is God. That is my truth. All people are on different paths. Native Americans, Hindus, Buddhists, Hebrews, people who practice Islam, and on and on and on. Maybe it is meditation, maybe it's nature. The point is, where do you find that spirit within you? I believe that we are little I am's, portions of the divine will. Ultimately, our biggest challenge is to be connected to God. Art is a big challenge. God is the most important ingredient in us that we often forget. So I've created a survey and the survey goes like this. You rate each statement between one and 10 with one meaning not at all and 10 meaning absolutely. I feel alive and am grounded and nurture my body, mind and spirit. So you would rate that one to 10, with 10 being the most and one being not at all. I express my feelings and creativity one through 10. I make decisions that express my self-esteem, power, and confidence, 1 through 10. I express love for myself and others, 1 through 10. I speak my truth of who I am freely, 1 through 10. I am led by my conscience and inner wisdom, 1 through 10. And I feel connected to God. So you take your lowest score and that will tell you what your biggest challenges are.